0: Hey everybody, I'm Jen, bookstore owner, and
1: I'm Amy, bookstore buyer,
0: here at Bard's Alley Bookshop in Vienna, Virginia. And you are tuned in to We We Speak speak Volumes, a Bard's Alley Bookshop podcast.
1: This is where we talk about books we love, what they mean to us, and why we want to share them with you. We'll also tell you a little bit about what you may or may not know about them already.
0: We'll discuss stories for all ages and across genres, and during each episode, we will share our own stories as they relate to our titles. So what do you say, Amy? Should we book it? Yeah, let's book it. Hey everybody, this is Jen and I am here along with Lane to welcome you to We Speak Volumes of our Dally Bookshop podcast. And today is going to be a great day. School started today, Amy. Woohoo! I know. So, whole new world, people. So what we're going to do today, we are focusing on the Harry Potter series. But before we start out, we want to say that we do not support J.K. Rowling's anti-trans comments. And we actually struggled with whether or not to even record this podcast about the Harry Potter series. But there's no denying the impact that it had on the literary world. And so we just wanted to talk about that in in general and the ways that it's influenced publishing. Mm -hmm. And then we had this conversation about, it was the original, but Since then, oh my gosh. So I was at a different bookstore when
1: Harry Potter released. And the most common question that came along after that was, my kids really like Harry Potter. What do they read now? And Mm -hmm. there really wasn't a whole lot to offer at that point in time. And this is
0: 1998 when it
1: was released in the U.S. Yeah. Okay. So shortly after that, the Rick Riordan series... Percy Jackson came along and that was the next go-to book, right? It's like, oh, great. If you like that sort of fantasy, you want a little bit of magic, here's something. It's not exactly that, but you have mythology. There's still some sort of magic, like powers and all of that involved in it. And it's a great adventure story and it's a series. So if you like the first one, you'll be able to keep going and there'll be more. Yeah, because of that, and thank you, Rick Riordan, for all that you're doing right now and all that you've done. He has lent his name and his support to a whole cache of new. Authors, diverse. Oh, absolutely. Authors, yeah. And they are bringing you mythology and stories from their own cultures. Yep. Mm -hmm. There's just so many of them, and it's not just his label, like the Rick Riordan Presents Mm -hmm. label, that's Mm -hmm. offering this. This is something that now, like, it really did take hold. It took root. People discovered, and by people in the publishing industry, Mm -hmm. realized how exciting the demand for those kinds of magical adventure stories really was.
0: But told with characters that they could identify with. Is that what you're saying where he's he's partnering with?
1: Yes. Okay. Yes. Rick Riordan. But I'm not talking just about that. Okay. Some of the Rick Riordan series includes Aru Shah. There's Paulo Santiago. There's Tristan Strong. And all of those really amazing stories that they have given us. Then there are other series as well, like The Keeper of the Lost Cities. Mm. I don't think that would be around had Harry Potter not come about first. There's the whole Wings of Fire series, which oh, is my gosh. massively, hugely yes. popular. And that's all dragons. For those of you who don't know Wings of Fire, that is dragons, dragons. Yes. Yeah. There's The Unwanteds, which, yes. right, it had magic, it had science, it had school-age kids, <laughs> <and> all <laughs> sorts of that wonderful stuff. Again, that is one of the ways that Harry Potter influenced the publishing industry and what kids were really interested in reading. Mm-hmm. I think up until then I don't remember another series, another story mm-hmm. being quite as popular as Harry Potter. And it continued its popularity for a long time until she came along and blew it. She ruined everything. <laughs> ruined everything. Her own stinking
0: legacy. Yeah. Yeah, you really you really did one over on yourself, lady.
1: But, <laughs> but but this is also to say, if you really don't want to support her, there's a slew of possibilities for you to choose from that are going to be really fantastic, probably even better in some ways than that work itself.
0: Yeah, and I think just to provide a little bit of a timeline, just to relate it back to my history, when Harry Potter was released, it was over, I guess, a period of about 10 years between 98 and 2007. and at that time, I, I didn't have a family yet. And I remember my future husband and I went to see the first movie and we were kind of like, oh, OK, I don't, what's the big deal? Right. Fast forward 20 years later, when they released the series with new covers, I had opened a bookstore a year before. I missed out on all the fun, cool things that really went with the buzz when it was first released and I was like second generation Mm. so here I am now having children who are school-aged reading the series yeah and I read it for the first time then So it really was not on my radar. Now, my sister has older boys and they had read it. But I just, you know, it was a different time in my life. From that point, I just started learning a lot more about just the whole culture around the series and Mm. how much uh, unique things were in it. But didn't you say you were in the book industry?
1: Oh, I was. And I really loved it when I first read it and was just blown away and excited. I think I do not remember Another series prior to this, where the demand was such that we held midnight book launch parties oh my
0: on gosh. the day of release How fun is that It
1: was a blast and I think again, I certainly not for kids but,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun.
1: People dressed up. we had little mini hogwarts like where we yes. were. We actually built a like a replica kind of Oh, fun ish yes of our own of the Hogwarts castle and we had all sorts of activities. We were on a little street. I worked at the open door bookstore in Schenectady, New York. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yay. And we were on this little pedestrian area with other shops and merchants. And so they all got involved too. It was just this huge celebration. And I think we did it for books five, six and seven, because I think the first four all came out pretty quickly in succession. Mm-hmm. And then there was a gap of a few years between the last two, Right. And I don't remember anything like it prior to that. And then it didn't happen again until Twilight.
0: Oh, (laughs) yeah, Twilight. Sorry. (laughs) I don't mean to laugh, but (laughs) oh, man. No. All right. Um, Did people come in with fake vampire teeth? You know what? I don't think we actually did it for
1: the Twilight
0: series because we
1: were not as invested in that particular
0: saga. Or maybe Fifty Shades of Grey. Hey,
1: knock it off. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. So, anyway, that kind of culture excitement and then people picking up on that and finding joy in being excited for something to drop, right? Yeah. I I don't remember it being quite as big of a deal until this series.
0: I feel like in the more like contemporary world, a lot of graphic novels have that kind of buzz Mm. like Dog Man, Mm -hmm. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Like, people know they are like on it, on it. Yeah. And that next one in that series. And I, and I think it really, it's great because it's reluctant readers in many ways mm. that if you can introduce them to a book like Harry Potter or a Riordan, here we go. You're reading. Yeah. It's, it's just, yeah. it's the best. Oh, and, and seeing them, the excitement when they come in and get that book in their hands. Yeah. You yeah. love it. It's true. But,
1: Also, this all predates social media. Like, we didn't have anything like that. Oh my gosh, that's true. You're right. So there wasn't quite that same uh, outlet for information and way to connect with other people who were really excited about it. It, That really didn't happen until later. I think that's part of how Dogman and a lot of these new titles and the excitement for the new titles, getting them on the release date really came about. Yeah. That really helped create that culture, too. Yeah, the social media aspect of things.
0: Hooray, technology. Thanks so much. (laughs) You make our lives better. But what you said is the experience of drawing live people... together in a brick and mortar store. Yeah. That is what makes us so special. And the creativity that the booksellers come up with. It's like very homegrown in it, it many ways. Is. And it's so it's, fun. And it is fun to do those things. That's part of the joy of hosting events
1: of any kind. Yeah. At the store.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, when you get that excitement and enthusiasm from the staff and that translates out to the community mm-hmm. and our everybody and it yeah. is a joy it's one of the best things about working in this industry as as an independent bookseller
0: yeah every week is like christmas kind of is yeah and i was say- unpacking books is so <laughs> much fun you guys <laughs> just don't know <laughs> we need to do a reel about that yeah we do because you do make joyful sounds <laughs> <laughs> very often <laughs> when you're
1: <gasps> i know <laughs> Um, and I forced everybody to read picture books, too. When no. I, As soon as I unpack them, I'm like, here, you got to check this out.
0: Well, let me read this to you. Here, I got to show you this, these illustrations. It's yeah. sort of. Uh, no, they're the best. Um, it, I will say. Goofball. I am a little jealous of that first generation of the Harry Potter reader because yes. one to two-ish years in between books, you had that anticipation. Yeah. And you could grow up with those characters.
1: Yes. And I
0: think the negative thing about having all seven accessible at the same time is that, yes, you wanna keep reading and reading, but I often tell our customers, you need to pace your child because the age they are with book one, they may not be ready for book seven. Yeah, What do you think about that?
1: I do agree with that. And I think you're right. I think there is something to be said for growing up with a series mm-hmm. and how exciting that is, especially if they're, like, almost your own age, the characters in the book. Yes. And each book in the Harry Potter series really did span a school year as well. Yeah,
0: that's right. So
1: mm-hmm. it is kind of exciting to see those differences and growth. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't think that there's anything quite like that Mm-mm. still. Yeah. But certainly not something that took off in quite the same way.
0: Yeah. Well, we were just talking about nostalgia, and I just reminded myself. Little House on the Prairie. Oh. Now, it's not fantasy.
1: No. But not.
0: if you consider all the books written by Laura Ingalls Wilder, yeah. you know, you follow some progression, right? Of yeah. life on the, whatever, was it in the Dust Bowl or, or whatever? It was before that. Before that. And, oh, I was a fan of the show, Little House on the Prairie. I'd come home from school, unlock the door, plop my stuff down, and that was the hour of TV. got to watch Little House on the Prairie. (laughs) And it was great. My sisters and I loved it. wholesome, too. Yes. What was that guy's name? Michael? Landon? Michael Landon. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Papa. Absolutely loved loved it. Just Paw. Paw. But yeah, that would be one where I think you you followed this girl in her adventures. And didn't she grew up? So you're You're looking at me with that look again. Like you're like, "Eh."
1: (laughs) 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 I'm just taking in what you're saying. Okay. That's all. And yeah, we got to tend to look off into the distance when I'm thinking. Yeah. So,
0: oh, Amy. Yes. I'm going to go through the checklist.
1: What checklist?
0: The Harry Potter. Have you done it? checklist what okay okay jen morrow have you done it all right have you made butterbeer at home check have you read all of the books check Mm. have you seen all of the movies check 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 check. triple check yeah do you own a harry potter robe check (laughs) has your child been one of the harry potter characters for halloween Check times two. (laughs) Have you been to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter at Universal Studios? Check. Check. Check two. And and have you had a Hagrid birthday cake? (gasps) Check. Remember? Mary Lee made us one. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Do you own any Harry Potter merch? Check. Did you get a bracelet for Christmas one year? With the Deathly Hallows, whatever, Insignia. Man. Check. I'm like up to 10 things now. It's true. I mean, I really, again, this is pre-stupid talk. <laughs> we really yeah. loved so much about this story. And like we said, we're not going to get into the plot, but it was the good versus evil, the world that was created, so many unique words, Yeah. all of these things. And we talked about Shakespeare, like how Shakespeare came up with some different things or all these different words. And so now there there are things that probably are in our common language that everybody knows from the series, right?
1: I think we all know what a muggle is.
0: Yes. It's
1: us. Uh Uh-huh. We're the muggles. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Man, it's it's hard. It's sad. Yeah. I
0: feel like some of this has been Tainted. Completely tainted. Completely tainted. Yeah. I know. Angry about that. Yeah, I know. I'm going off on a tangent here. Do it. We had our open house this week and the English teacher had Things We Say Today which we owe to Shakespeare. Oh. Oh my god. I'm gonna read you some of these. Do it. It's do so it. funny. Vanish into thin air. Really? Yep. A sorry sight. Okay? <laughs> I mean they're like thirty on here it out dead as a doornail no Mm-hmm. good riddance yes set your teeth on edge really yeah this is so That's so
1: interesting so in a pickle
0: <gasps> in a pickle yeah i know
1: now okay did she did she reference these for you like which plays which sonnets, She's, it's not referenced
0: you? but it is just it's just a whole poster that it looks like she did by hand oh my gosh and fight fire with fire baiting breath knock knock Who's there? <laughs> I know. Isn't that fun? I know. I love. I so I'm like discreetly <laughs> taking a picture of the poster, and Tess is like, "Mom, oh, put your camera away." I'm like, "Okay, okay." But oh anyway, it's, it's, it's you're right. The Muggles and the owl post, post, and butterbeer Patronus. and Patronus. You know all these great things. Oh, I forgot on the checklist owning a wand. You got to do that too, right? Mm. So anyway, eating a chocolate frog. Blah. How about the jelly bean things? Right? The birdie bots. That exist now um, in the world yes. because of yes. this. Yes. Yeah. We can, yeah. It um, is kind of it's, wild. It's, it's wild. Back to the story, you know, really just, like you said, it's the setting, the characters. Yeah. It is this fantasy world. And I think what you were saying earlier on the adult genre, it's all over the place. I read Piers Anthony, which is oh, like yeah. old, old school fantasy. And... I absolutely loved his books. Oh,
1: completely. And it
0: was book after book after book. You know, there was yeah there was no limit, I felt like, for the the fantasy books that I wanted to read when I was a young adult. And even now, if you look in our sci fi mm-hmm. fantasy, young adult and adult, there's a lot of choices. There
1: really are. Particularly in the young adult book world really took off when i feel like when we were growing up that was not no. developed very Mm-mm. well at all and you did have to read the quote-unquote adult books yes yeah. so i feel like at the age of 12 at least i was reading stephen king and, mm-hmm. uh, piers anthony yep and all of those Writers, yeah. along with—I'm sorry to admit—but yeah, Sweet Valley High. I read that too.
0: I did. I did. I did. <laughs> don't judge me. No judgment. This is a safe place. Come on.
1: So it, it is exciting. We did have a wrinkle in time. We talked about that. Oh, at one right. Point. Yeah. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, growing up is the younger, yeah, the younger that's true. world. We had fun mysteries too, like A House with a Clock in Its Walls. Oh, yes. All of those books by John Bellairs,
0: and the ones you could choose your own mystery. Oh, the choose your own mystery. Oh, those, the, are great.
1: those do still exist, but they yeah. don't. I don't know. think they have the same resonance for some reason. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's just such an interesting thing. We also grew up in an age where I think Atari was oh, the first video game right. console that came out. Okay. And we well, had, Pong, yeah.
0: obviously, was the very
1: yeah. first one.
0: We had ColecoVision, but... <laughs> we
1: did, too! Oh, <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> it's like the same oh.
0: person. It's so true. I, I mean, like, if you show kids today, like... This is what I had as a video game. Yeah. I mean Yeah. Yep. Can't even compare.
1: No, you really oh my gosh. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. We really did love Pong. <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but you and I it's boring. <laughs> You're like ever literally don't <laughs> don't. <laughs> <laughs> but it gets faster.
1: It does. <laughs> oh, yeah, cause if you wanted to play a video game, you had to go down to the arcade. Oh, yeah, and nah. that had all the good ones. yes. and yeah. then and then yeah, then ColecoVision came along. yeah and everything just, it's yeah. just such an interesting thing, and I know we're really dating ourselves and but yeah, you kids today,
0: you don't know how good you <laughs> have it. <laughs> One point I forgot to make mm. was just to again acknowledge that, When I named the store Bard's Alley, like the Alley part really was to kind of represent that magic. Yeah. uh, The magic that I saw through Diagon Alley in in the series. Yeah. And when I went to Universal for the first time and came around the gate, I I may have had some tears in my eyes Mm -hmm. because it was exactly as I had pictured it. Yeah, you know, in my mind. And they have done a wonderful job. Yeah, they did. Of creating that world. The rides are great and all that fun mm-hmm. stuff. But I, I just wanted to walk through the alley and see all the fun shops and things. And I had a vision here of, you know, we're not big. We don't my store isn't big. Bard's Alley's like less than a thousand square feet, but you can turn the corner and discover something new. And that's that's kind of why I wanted to do. every bookshelf. Every Yay! bookshelf. That's because Amy's a wonderful buyer and the best in the industry. Uh, no. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So there is that meaning for me and I can't deny that.
1: Mm-hmm. I can't deny it either. I mean, I read all of the books. I waited. I looked forward to every midnight party we had. I stayed up all night, all day, reading the seventh book when it came out after the launch party. That's immediately what I did. I went yeah. home, sat in the chair, mm-hmm. started reading, and I think I may have napped at some point, but <laughs> not for very long. And and I had to finish it. And it was it was there was something yeah. magical in its release, in mm-hmm. its initial existence. It continued on. That was a series that people have been passing down
0: completely for and. For decades now. Yeah, right? and it's actually now twenty five years. It's gonna be twenty five years. years. Because when it was the twentieth year mm. we were at a conference. Do you remember and they were giving away these tote bags? I was not there for oh, that. Oh, okay. And it you would have thought they were giving away $1,000 bills. People were hungry for that Harry Potter tote bag. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, grown adults. We're talking oh. grown adults, you know.
1: People you have not s- <laughs> You think you know booksellers. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. No.
0: Get, up, get <laughs> them mean, at a book it. conference. That's it,
1: right. I'm going to muscle you out of the way. I, I
0: want the merch. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Scholastic, because it was when the new covers came out, and it was Brian, I hope I say his name right. Selznick. Selznick. Brian Selznick had done the covers. He I, Hugo Cabret, by the way. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Hugo. I met him at that conference. You did? I did because Aww. I stood in line because they, ha- they have signings. Yep. And you see that poster that's hanging over the closet? hmm I got that. And it's the whole, all the art. It's, you know, that uh, landscape yeah. um, of his art. And he signed it to Bard's Alley. Oh,
1: yeah, Yeah.
0: So that was really cool. I know. And now for the 25th, because... Stores doors going on year six now. Yep. It all makes sense. Yeah. I think they're doing a re-release with the original covers or something similar like that for maybe one or two of the books. I don't know. So that is awesome. It is awesome. Amy agreed that our next podcast can be about my favorite book, 100 Years of Solitude Yay! by Gabriel Garcia Marquez. So... If you haven't read it, you've got time and we're going to record and we're going to bring you that. And then we we did some brainstorming and we came up with a list of a lot of great books to talk about over the next couple of months. Mm-hmm. And so we really are so happy that you took time to listen. And if you're ever in Vienna, please stop by Bard's Alley Bookshop. Yep. We're right here on Historic Church Street. And don't forget to follow us on social media. Tag us. Instagram. Like Instagram. Give us a five-star rating on wherever you listen to your podcast. We'd love to hear it. We'd love to hear your feedback. And we cannot sign off without thanking Ryan Grover. Always. Our esteemed producer. Indeed. So thanks again for joining us, everybody. We are having a great time and cannot wait to get back with you in two weeks and please take care about a hundred years of solitude that's right sister what do you say Amy should we book it Yeah, yeah let's book it